This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in L.A. And KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara. Or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show, Dr. D, on this beautiful day in Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's great. Very good. Very uh, nice. I, I would say this is, so far, a mild summer. Very nice. Very, Very mild. Nice. Yeah, it is, actually. Um, yeah, but we're doing what we always say we're not going to do. We're not going to talk about the weather. I true, but, but it's so but nice, it, it's it hard not to talk about. <laughs> well, but it ties into our guests, who are always so hot. Yeah. They're always so hot. They got some great <laughs> that stuff. That is true, and especially our guest up uh, on the show today. Um it's uh, it's great weather though for for concerts. If you can get to oh, an outdoor yeah. concert, or if you can just get to a concert, yeah. it's great. When was the last weather. time you were at the bowl? Uh, I haven't been to the bowl for a couple of years yeah. now. I gotta go. Well, I mean, I, I've been to the bowl uh, with Moss. You know, while he toured us around and right. walking around the bowl. Yeah. Um, but I have not been to the bowl for a concert. For a concert. Right. No, I've got to do that. What a great place. It, it is, really is. It is. Yeah, it is a beautiful spot. And um, I, I've this guest. Our guest today, I'm not going to say her name yet. Uh, I like to draw it out and mm-hmm. tease you, but keep guessing. Mm-hmm. Our guest today, uh, she invited me. Last time we had her on, she invited me and so graciously gave us a couple tickets to the Libby Bowl down there in Ojai. Oh, yeah. And it was another one of those great summer nights. It was just it was just great. And I couldn't. Have you been to the Libby Bowl? I have not, no. I I've been to Ojai, but not the Libby Bowl. Here's why I really love that venue. Um, on my first visit there is, you know, it's, there's this beautiful park mm. and, um, and so there's a lot of families out there, you know, picnicking, watching the show and, oh, nice. and then there, there was, you know, food and beer stations and wine stations. And it was just this real f- nice feel. And then the bowl, it almost kind of looks like the Hollywood bowl. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's just great. All the seats are comfortable. And, uh, and our special guest was just rocking the stage. I, I didn't get to see her after the show, but have always meant and wanted to tell her how much I really enjoyed the, the band and just thought they were, they're just really, really a great band. Well, now and you can tell a her a great that. band to see live. Matter of fact, you just did. Yeah. Sharon. Eliashar. <laughs> Did I yes. do it? <laughs> Perfect. I wanted all of us to do this together. All right. One, One two, two, three. Sharon Eliashar. She didn't do it with us. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have to. She, she is she's Sharon the, She's Elia the star. Shire. Yeah, she's the star, special guest. Uh, vocals, guitar, and compositions hmm. with the amazing band that I was just talking about, Ruby Ate the Fig. It's um, it's hard to describe the band, although I can. It's uh, infused, their music is infused with a Middle Eastern color and a groove. Master musicians, I'll let her, uh, Sharon tell us about it a little bit more. Uh, if you haven't 
seen the band again go out and check them out and and they're going on tour they're launching this uh saturday night down at one of the one of my other favorite places to to check out a band mm-hmm. at the hotel cafe oh just an amazing amazing spot so they're they're starting the tour there i'm going to give you some dates here at the very end but let's let's talk to sharon sharon welcome Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming back. We appreciate that. Um, I know you have a list. Of, you. I know you got a list of questions, but I have to ask. May I ask where the name comes from? I, it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's like I said before we started. I'm changing my name to Sharon Eliashar the second. It really gets you curious, right? Yeah. The name. I mean, it. it Where's it from? Which name? My name or the band name? Your name. My name. Okay, that's a great question. So my family was in Spain 500 years ago. We were in Hijar of Aragon County. Um, We had to leave for for the Inquisition because we're Spanish Jews. And we went to Israel-Palestine 500 years ago. And uh, we were from Hijar. So it was El Hijar, which became El Yashar. Ah, mm. and uh, Sharon, is that Sharon is, there, is there a is meaning from, for that? Yeah, it's from Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Sharon in Hebrew. And when my mom came to this country, she said Ron is Ron. So Sharon became Sharon. So she kind of made it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get you. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so then we do have to go to that other question. Where does the name Rubiate the Fig come from? Well, that's a mystery, so we don't tell that. So it's a mystery, but it definitely is a nod to it's one of those like, biblical themes, Eve and the apple, and you know, it, because most of my music is based in the desert, based in the Middle East, and I use a lot of themes um, from that time and space. Um, one of the new songs on our new album is called "The Tent." And it's a very famous story that's in one of the books in the Bible. So Ruby Ate the Fig alludes to kind of being in the Middle East back then. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it also like any even when you a musician describes a song, if you tell if you describe it too much, it takes whatever meaning I get from it. Yeah. Right. And it now is uh, it's right. maybe it's something that conflicts with what I thought it was. So I. I uh, really usually don't like to ask um, an artist to, to describe their song because I think so many listeners out there get their own meaning from it and connect in their own way. Yeah. Would you agree, Sharon? Absolutely. I mean, I, I learned I learned early on that, you know, I put out a song and I release it or any piece of art and everyone's going to have their own relationship to it. I mean, I even got it. I mean, someone was even arguing with me about the meaning of the lyrics that I wrote. <laughs> I'm well, like, I love that. I'm like, why don't you ask the lyricist? You know, why don't you ask the songwriter? And they were like, no, 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 no. The song means this. And I just went, OK. Well, in a way, though, I w- you could take that as a as a really good compliment. That yeah, someone totally. gets so passionate yeah, that they so think it, they yeah. know more. <laughs> the listener knows more than, yeah. the, than the actual lyricist for the songwriter there's I was a, like my jaw was dropping i'm like are we really having this conversation yeah, there's yeah. A, yeah there's a funny uh funny uh a bit in uh, family guy where family where uh, Bar- brian and stewie are arguing with ann murray about the, the what the lyrics to songbird snowbird really mean i was like 
please. Um, uh, oh, no, 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 hold on. I'm going to oh. pause there. Dr. D, is, you're, you're watching a lot of Family Guy these I days. Do. I you, do. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to say, it's one, we're going to have to add it to the list of one of the things we can't talk about anymore on the radio show. <laughs> Richard likes to do the impersonations, and uh, but we do, do need comedy in our yeah. lives. So do you, uh, yeah, <laughs> do, do you feel in this day and age, here we are in the 21st century, because I know it's probably true that Middle Eastern music, whether it be straight Middle Eastern music or incorporated into uh, other uh, music music that musicians are writing, let's say here in the States and so forth, uh, has been misunderstood. Do you think it's less misunderstood today or is it still as misunderstood uh, and so forth? That's a great question. I mean, two, Dr. D's two for, yeah, two for, it's a great question. It's a great question. Um, Misunderstood is it's not, it's more that people are just uneducated about it as Ah. opposed to having it being misunderstood. But yeah, I don't think Americans on the whole have a grasp of Middle Eastern music, the complexities and what it is. And it's really only people that are studying it, either they're from the Middle East or Americans that are studying it. What would begin to grasp. You got to follow up. Sorry, yeah. go for it. No, 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 no. You. What would you like them to understand about it? What should yeah. we know about it that we? Okay, don't? that's that's a great question. Ooh, um, three, well, um, you know, the thing about it is, it has different rhythms, like all other musics, and it has different modes, which is you know different melodies. Let's say. So um, what we're what I'm doing when I write for Ruby Eight the Fig is I'm incorporating those Middle Eastern grooves and the Middle Eastern modes, you should call them. So um, that's, and, and, and Ruby Ate the Fig is not Middle Eastern music mm-hmm. at all. Right. I mean, it, it, it incorporates it, but it's not. It's rock. Yeah. It's rock that, that yes, it is. draws my inspiration from that music. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a phenomenal Middle Eastern player, Ali Paris on the Kanun, which is a plucked zither. And he totally adds color and lines and melodies to the music which makes it unique we also have Polly tapia ferber on the dumbek or darabuka which is that hourglass drum and she actually you know completely contributes to the whole middle eastern sound in fact she was my dumbek teacher and i wrote a lot of these songs um on the dumbek and with her in mind playing playing them so, um, so just for to start, Ruby Eight the Fig will incorporate Middle Eastern rhythms and color and instruments, but we're still basically rock. Right. Um, I also do a lot of odd time writing, which is not you know just four four if you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's also inspired by my studies in Middle Eastern music, not necessarily Arabic music, but like Turkish music or other musics. Um, and so it, it's. It's got an element of prog rock in it in the sense of there's the, the times are all over the place and mm-hmm. the material is very, very challenging to play. But we don't sound like we're not a prog rock band. I mean, we don't have that sound. But if you really tune into the rhythms and what we're doing, it's it's very complex. So that's how we're the Middle Eastern element is kind of captured by Ruby Ate the Fig. Now, you you mentioned, of course, you have their different rhythms. Um, and I'm curious about the 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 music, the notes, because here in the states, I learned there are there are eight notes and there are eight octaves and the sharps and flats and so forth. But I'm also somewhat familiar with at least a a, 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 a cursory understanding, for example, of Indian music, uh, which uh, like when you think about what they call the ragas, 
and they don't have just eight notes that they're dealing with. So I'm curious about the breakdown when it comes to like when I hear um, t- like there'll be television programs or movies where uh, in, in a Muslim country, it's now prayer time and you hear the individual singing over the loudspeakers and the, yeah. the notes are literally flowing all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. and it's first of all, it's very beautiful. But yeah. I'm just curious as to that particular aspect uh, combining with the different rhythms throughout. That's a great question. Um, so I don't sing like that. Um, I'm a pretty straightforward Western mm-hmm. singer. Right. Um, Ollie, the Kanun player, brings those modes and all those notes and all the quarter tones to the band when he's improvising and in between the vocals. So that's that's a great question. That's but yeah, cool. no, I, I um, you, when you listen to my melodies, you can hear I'm influenced by him, but I'm, I'm pretty straight. Yeah. I'm Western in that sense. Yeah. yeah. And how did you go about choosing the specific instruments, percussion and otherwise, to, to be in the band? Because I know there are more than just those instruments that that uh, you would incorporate from uh, your heritage and, and, and that type of music that you bring to the quote-unquote American rock scene. Right. Another great, you're just full of great questions, aren't you? <laughs> we're, we're on a roll here, buddy. It's Richard's um, birthday, so he's okay. just taking over the show. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. So, um, and that's a great, it's a wonderful Happy birthday, party. buddy. Thank you. I, I studied Middle Eastern music with Polly, who's our Doombeck player in mm-hmm. the band. She's performing with us on this tour, and she's amazing. And I studied because I wanted to play Doombeck in my band. And after studying with her, I'm like, I should get her to play, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, so... Um, so I, because I was studying uh, Middle Eastern music with her, she, you know, there's an oud. We used to have an oud player. Um, we now have a kanun player. Basically, um, the doombek is really important to be in the band. And then the melody instruments have kind of come and gone. We had an amazing oud player. We had an amazing uh, flute woodwinds player. Um, unfortunately, the oud player passed away. I wrote a song for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I basically, with respect to bringing Ollie in, he's such a great player. It was like, well, yeah, let's just bring that color in. So it wasn't like, oh, I, I mean, I always wanted kanun. Kanun is the plucked zither. It's like a harp, like a table harp. I've always, I always heard kanun in the band, but there weren't many kanun players around. And then, you know, we kind of got connected and, and we're thrilled to have him. So um, we would we will probably work with an oud player again. It's just a matter of finding the players in the yeah. country. When you travel, when you travel around the country, in particular, I'm sure you're doing it more now than you were the last couple of years. Do you find that um, the, the the instruments that you're using on stage during your performances are inspiring other people in the audience to maybe? you know, learn how to play these instruments that maybe they have never, ever seen before in their lives. Yeah. And, and we've, you know, we've heard, I mean, I don't know if they're learning how to play them, but we, we definitely get that feedback. Like, wow, this is mind blowing. I've never seen an instrument like that. I've never seen a musician like that. I've ne- Oh my God, that's so amazing. And, you know, definitely, it's definitely, um, I believe that when people see our shows, they do get inspired to kind of maybe check out Middle Eastern music more. Hmm. So yeah, wow. for sure. I, I, just, I got a, a question. It's now? your turn. What? Your turn. It's sir. your birthday over already. Well, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you blow out the candles. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, you mentioned back of, of a little ways back, Sharon, uh, that 
it's not a Middle Eastern band. It's it, it has you have influences mm -hmm. with a lot of a, a lot of world music, but it's a rock band. Is that how you would describe if someone had never heard the band? Is that how you describe yourself? And if I could add, if it is a rock band, only you know rock band the way you just band the way you describe it, it reminds me of a of a I don't want to say a real rock band, but kind of I do a real kind of the roots of of rock and roll the way it used to be in the seventies and the you know the way it started out. I mean, it's music is so great because it can go in so many different directions. Um, but sometimes it's it's categorized as a rock band. And it's not, but I think you have a real true rock band. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we are definitely a rock band. We're not world music because mm. world music is um, it's a certain sound and it really is traditional music that might be played by drums and bass and electric guitar. But it's really that music. We are not world music. We don't play traditional Middle Eastern music. Mm -hmm. Dr. Z, so, how long do we have till break? Uh, we still have about three, four minutes. Okay. Well, yeah. then, perfect. Let's talk about the album. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's start talking about the new album and the, the making of this album. And I mean, you were here uh, last year or last album with Caress the Moon. Uh, I believe your debut album really is Ruby Ate the Fig. And right. just a side comment. As a rock musician, you're very, very uh, learned or talented. Um, as a lyricist, mm. I just, and, uh, and the titles, I'm not sure if you come up with them, but I have a feeling that you do. It feels like the way you write. Um, the titles of the albums, the title of your band, Ruby Ate the Fig, uh, Caress the Moon, just these bring images, right? They, they're stories within stories. They're, oh, they're yeah. stories within titles, yeah. really, right? Yeah. Caress mm. the moon. Mm. Um, don't explain it. Just live with it. <laughs> well, Listen to the I, album. It, it, Desert Electric, so right? I spend, um, I've spent many, many years in the Sinai Desert hanging out with the Bedouins. And that's where I write all my lyrics from. All my lyrics are all my songs are like love songs to the desert or mm -hmm. from the desert to me. Like, it's just, I just have this mystical connection with the desert and that's it. I'm, I'm, I was born in Jerusalem. I was raised in Palm Springs. So I'm, I'm really connected in there, but all my lyrics are, are from that. It's just, um, so yeah. Yeah. Caress the moon or they yeah, came with stones or desert electric or, you know, breathe with me slowly. Yeah. And then all the words, of mm -hmm. course, all the stories are some of them are actual stories about Bedouins in the desert. Some of them are basically love songs. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love the story you told on the last show. I hate to have you repeat anything, but I just love that story. The Bedouins in the in the well uh, and the, the rocks yeah. and stones. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Would you mind telling that story again? I think new well, listeners sure, no, like, might, so, might enjoy that. So, our single that we released is called Breathe With Me Slowly, and the lyrics of the chorus is all alone at last, eyes touching eyes on the grass. And um, in the Bedouin culture, you know, I, I would go out goat herding with the young women. And at the end of the day, we would all come up from the canyon and we'd all come to a big well and all their brothers and cousins and all the men would come up to, you know, fetch their sisters and cousins back home because the society is pretty separate. The men and women don't hang out together, especially young. So we're all hanging out by this well. 
and all the young women are there and all the young men are there and everyone's just looking at each other. And it's like, that's what they have. Eyes touching eyes on the grass or eyes touching eyes at the well. And it's just this like, and it's interesting because the whole COVID thing and interesting, like we couldn't really hug each other. We had to keep apart. It was really eyes touching eyes these last couple of years with everybody. We have masks on. We couldn't even see mm-hmm. our faces. Um, so Breathe With Me Slowly is about that. It's about just, it's, it's another love song, but it's like, here we are, you know, we don't get to touch, but we get to make love through our eyes. Love it. Well, we're going to play yeah. that song uh, at, the, at the next commercial break. I'm going to play it in its okay. entirety. Yeah. Sharon, we're going to take a real quick break. I want to tell everybody out there, and, and hopefully you can stay. I know we, we didn't have you for that long today, but maybe you can stay for one more segment, if you don't mind, and, and talk a little bit more about making the album. Um, let me tell the listeners out there, you're going to hear... Ruby Ate the Fig here coming at up at the break, and then we're going to play the single and uh, debut it again. I don't know if I can say debut again since we've already debuted it last <laughs> week on the show. We're going to play it again for you. There you go. We're encore. We're going to encore oh, the song. I like that. Hey, you like that, yeah. Dr. D? I'm, I'm uh, sharp today on your birthday. Had to come sharp, prepared sharp. Um, okay, so let me tell you where you can find Ruby Ate the Fig. Go to Spotify and anywhere you stream music and favor like follow whatever they ask you to do just do it ruby ate the fig you'll you'll thank me later um that is how the algorithms in the music business these days take our artists to the top and you want to help ruby ate the fig get there they're they're uh, i'd say they're already there but next second album breathe with me well excuse me the second uh, the single the first single off the second album breathe with me slowly the album is desert electric find him on spotify at ruby ate the fig okay go to instagram with me now and you can find them there also at ruby ate the fig on facebook same title ruby ate the fig i'm not gonna let you forget it uh tour dates summer 2022 this june 25th we're airing the show on that day june 25th at the hotel cafe in hollywood if you haven't been there go and it's a really really great intimate but spacious uh just a really cool place to see a show Hotel i just forgot Cafe. the name of the group what was the name of the group again ruby <laughs> ate the oh, fig okay. i won't ever forget it and either. we're not going to explain it for you you can come up with your own meaning and you can argue with our special guest about what that meaning is i love that <laughs> I, Sharon, that's so cool LHR. okay so also um 29th the 29th of june the holding company in san diego july 1 rio nito roadhouse the russian river when you're up there get some great wine and i'm not gonna tell you what the date is because it's coming soon you can buy tickets for the almost famous wine company in Livermore and the bottom of the hill. You can buy them off the website, rubyatethefig.com. We'll be right back. Dream from the cut comes the murk. 
Tasty new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Fallen from the tree and open with delicacy And are waiting for you How can I be lonely when I know that you also wait for me? Back to the Jeremiah Show. Uh, our special guest is Sharon Elishar. Uh, Ruby ate the fig. She's the the lead singer, the uh, composer, the the lyricist, and one hell of a a uh, performer. I saw her live myself. I got the privilege, and I'd love for you to go check it out as well. Uh, coming up, you can do it today, June twenty fifth, Hotel Cafe in Hollywood. You know, you talk about the desert. You talk about that's your inspiration and so forth. So you're really, you really do everything you can to stay connected to nature, don't you? And in your case, it's really more the desert as opposed to going down to the ocean or up into the mountains and that kind of thing. Your affinity is with 
the sand and the and the dirt, uh, you know, and the and the heat and so forth and so on. Well, <laughs> you're not a desert lover. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> the infinity, the affinity is to the simplicity and oh. just the, you know, just I love the ground zero for me. Yeah. Palm Springs, and, especially, it's one of my go-to, um, just to get, you know, like to really get away and feel, I don't know, connected to yeah. not only me, but to, to the sky, the, the, the yeah. light. Yeah, the air. Oh yeah, it's just a, you feel yeah. healthy out there. You feel good. Well, I, I tell you, the nice thing is, is if you if you're in a place, and I think Santa Barbara, and even where we live up above Santa Barbara, and Palm Springs, and some of these other places, where in at night it cools down so nicely, and the sky is clear, you know, as long you know without the clouds, and it just it just feels so good. And clean. Yeah. And yeah. clean. Yeah, that's yeah. even the better part is, is it feels so clean. And I yeah. love a, a term that was used or a phrase that was used <clears throat> about how we as human beings, and I'd love your spin on this, uh, Sharon, um, we want to be, and this was the phrase that was used, wild and free. Uh-huh. And, and not wild in the sense of anarchy either. Right, right. Talk right. to us about well, how you how you feel about that. Mm, wild and free. Yes. I mean, where I live now, I live in New Mexico, also in the high desert, in the middle of nowhere, off the grid. And I've lived there for years and it's really profound. I mean, I'm my husband and I were out there and that's it. One of the things I realized about living out there was that the dominant thought form was not human. Wow. And, and that was, that's wild. And that's free to yeah. me. Yeah. Could you, you explain know? that a little more? Um, it's like the trees have thought forms, the plants, the grasses, the birds, all the animals, the bears, the mountain lions, the bobcats, the foxes. The, it's like... You know, you're the minority. Yeah. I mean, there's no static on the line that you kind of get in a city, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, and so to me, asking me, what does wild and free mean? That's what that means to me. And when I'm in the Sinai desert, it's the same thing. I'm just, I'm just kind of one with earth and nature and God or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. You know, when you talk about the flora and the fauna, for example, fauna, that's pretty easy to uh, to talk about in terms of the, the, the not just the mythology, but even the reality of uh, thought forms from animals. But uh, a lot of people don't think of that in the context of plants, trees and so forth. And there was a scientist in the early 30s, 1930s, I have to say, who developed a device. He was an Indian scientist who developed a device called a crescograph that would measure uh, what is referred to as the turgor pressure. It's kind of like our blood pressure uh, on mm-hmm. plants. And he would use chloroform oh, yeah. and he'd use chloroform to test the machine and, and see what happened. And you'd watch the turgor pressure do- drop when the chloroform yeah. was close. And yeah. then when you pull it away. Which I always thought, well, okay, that's interesting because if that's the case, um, then how are uh, vegetarians going to justify eating plants if we've determined that plants are conscious and sentient <laughs> and they yeah, can I, they can detect I, I pain? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, tell us about that new album. Yeah, please, Desert Electric. So, 
Desert Electric, um, we started it right before COVID. We recorded it. It was like 2018, 2019. And then unfortunately, we had a break like everyone else. So we just released it like last week. Um, and I'm really, really proud of it. It's beautiful. There's songs about the desert. Um, there, the production's beautiful. It was produced by me and Mark Mann. Um, the musicianship's beautiful. The lyrics, I mean, again, it's hard to talk about. People just need to hear it. It's, mm -hmm. I'm very proud of this album. It's, it really is, it really encapsulates my vision that I've had for years for Ruby Ate the Fig. Where can the listener find the album and support Ruby Ate the Fig? So just like you said, any streaming device, we're on everything right now. Um, so Desert Electric on Ruby Ate the Fig is on Spotify and YouTube and our website, rubyatethefig.com. And of course, we'll be playing songs from the new album at our live shows. This first one coming up at Hotel Cafe on Saturday. Um, and yeah, please check us out. Sean, so good to have you back. The band, Ruby Ate the Fig. So you can see them at the Hotel Cafe again on June 25th. Travel down the coast with them at the Holding Company uh, to San Diego on the 29th of June. The Rio Nido Roadhouse, 7-1 Rio Nido Russian River. Again, I'm going to say best place in the world to have some wine, in my opinion, aside from Santa Barbara County. <laughs> uh, don't send me any hate mail, Santa Barbara. Almost famous wine company in Livermore um, at bottom of the hill in San Francisco. On 7-2 at Livermore and 7-3 in San Francisco. Thank you so much. Now, here we are. We're going to debut the new song um, by Ruby Ate the Fig. Uh, so, so great to have you. Thank you. Sharon, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. It was great. We can talk for hours for sure. Sure. <laughs> well, good thing we've got hours to fill for many, many years, hopefully, here on the Jeremiah mm -hmm. Show. So come back. Yeah. And thank you so uh, much. have a great tour. Love the music thank and thank you. The new album, again, is Desert Electric, Ruby Ate the Fig. We'll be right back.
Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are a girl named Tom. Go to girlnametom.com to hear more of our music buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. The Jeremiah Show. to the Jeremiah nope. show. Now we have another this is an action packed show. We've got a really Oh man. Uh, here's our headliner right now. He's got a show tomorrow night at the Wildcat. I gotta mention his name again. I'm gonna tease a little bit here. Um, but before I, I have to wake up Dr. D because he ate his whole birthday cake. I did and I got and a, the sugar uh, I'm coming first off he was sugar on a sugar high, high and then now he crashed. The sugar crashed. Yeah. So for his birthday doc, he <laughs> ate some of the candles. I'm a little worried about him. I think we can get through this next uh, I think so. Part of I the show so. Dr. D. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay now, now Dr. D. Yes sir. Stat. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Stand up, do a few jumping jacks. Sit down. All right? Pretend like you're David Lee Roth in the 1984 video. Okay. I, All right? Well, that was Might as well jump. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> jump! I kind of miss David like, Lee Roth. We should get him on the show. <laughs> I think, I think Finn I had think a little bit some of, of the birthday had some of your too. Yes. Share. Uh, I'm yes, glad he, you shared some I of the Dr. D because it goes all your head. Yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking more in terms of the, uh, the you know, the Sam Kennison kind of thing. <laughs> I like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he was he was great in that. What was that film? Uh, Back to School. Oh my gosh! Yeah. With Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. That guy was that badass. Was so I funny. Loved him. So funny. Who's our guest? That's I was going to say uh, the show. I I'm just total. I lost total control of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Lost total control, but it doesn't matter. Who needs How do who you needs lose control? what you never had? Exactly. Who needs control? <laughs> right. Control's overrated. It don't matter. It, it don't, don't matter. Why are we? Why are we? What is this? That's Why is right. it? I don't know. That's right. Uh, as long as we're having fun, I, great, think, I think you can say we're having yeah, fun. Yeah, the great John philosophical Vincent. question. 
John Finseth. Yeah. Hey, John. Uh, I was going to set you up just slightly. Finn, if you don't mind, uh, yeah. he lets me call yeah. him Finn. I guess his, mm-hmm. I guess his friends, if I can call myself a friend, uh, get to call. You know, yeah. That's still I'm, my application is pending on that one. But I refer to him as Your Honor, Your Honor, uh, Your Honor, Your, your Honor. Lordship, right. uh, music guy. Hey. hey, there's no betting on this show, and I never slice. Okay, come on, damn. Okay, you can owe me. Oh hey, man, if All you right? can't tell it's by Finn, fun. Finn's energy, man, the show is going. To be amazing tomorrow night. Uh, uh, it's at the Wildcat. I'm going to keep telling you. I have it. The Wildcat has been there. I don't, know, I don't think it was called Wildcat at that point, but it has been there. My grandfather, it used to be my grandfather's watering hole, he used to sell uh, cars across the street. At lunch, they wow. would go over to all the salesmen, would go over to the Wildcat and have uh, uh, their, drink their lunch. And then they yeah. would never go back to the. <laughs> <laughs> so cars. Um, so, yeah. and I say that busy. lovingly about my departed grandfather. No. Uh, <laughs> but and then my yeah, father, it's... Finn, you don't know this. When Wildcat burnt down, my father rebuilt it. And holy at, crap! Yeah, and at one point, I don't know if I should say this, but in the men's room, I guess every, people that have been there know there were little. He had a Bob had him put in little people so you could watch your date on the dance floor while you were using the urinal oh. over the urinal. Oh boy! Wait, wait, now, wait a second. Wait, wait, was there a little Chuck Berry in him? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bob, I mean, is such yeah. a great guy. And then I used to go there in college. So for your show tomorrow night in uh, Santa Barbara here yeah. at Wildcat, I Wildcat Lounge, I invited all uh, a bunch of my college roommates to come with me tomorrow night to see the show. Um, yeah. Finn, tell us about it, man. Well, so tomorrow night's show is basically sort of like a, um, how would I explain it? It's like in the movie, The Aviator, when they were in the Spruce Goose. So they're, so we're all going to kind of get it up to speed tomorrow night. And we're going to try to, you know, see where the, see where the headwind is and get this bird off the ground. Because, you know, this is like a 40 year old bird here that we still think can fly quite good. But, you know, there's going to be a little danger because we just don't know what happens when we plug into, uh, you know, an SVT cabinet and an AC30. We just don't know what's going to happen. So we're, we're really excited about it, actually. Did, um, did the Spruce and Goose it's gonna be great. make it off the first? I don't remember in the movie. Did he it did. Did it crash? Yeah, he got off the make, ground. He got off the ground the first time. Well, I have no, uh, I have no doubt that. You will get off the ground, and the tearaways. I don't even think I mentioned, mentioned the tearaways yet. Um, yeah, but the tearaways will get off the ground and fly. And even if they crash, it's going to be a hell of a ride. <laughs> hey, you know what? Part of the fun is crashing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's part of rock and roll, I, I, right? I guarantee we're going to crash. That's one thing I can guarantee you. I'm not sure what we're going to crash into, but I'll at least have the drummer hit a crash. Okay, something will happen. I like it. So we're we're look, really looking forward to it. Um, on the drums, uh, playing with us tomorrow night is our one of our original drummers. His name is Mark Membrano. And uh, I remember on the last show when I was mentioning that we had dug out our studio with the picks and shovels. He was one of the guys that dug the picks and shovels with us in the studio. So um, you know, so anybody that can dig out a, re- a rehearsal studio under your house for three months in a crawl space to make it into a rehearsal studio. Wow. He's sort of in the brotherhood, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
Oh, wow. So, why did you choose the Wildcat? I mean, I know you guys got your start in Isla, down in Isla Vista, right? If I remember correctly, at the uh, flea market. <laughs> I I, I got, yeah, we got our, yeah. We thought we, we thought we'd go really uptown, you know? The problem <laughs> is the Patch Crash Shack was closed. Oscars is closed. George's is closed. Baudelaire's is closed. You know, so we're thinking about, okay. And we didn't really want it to make it this big, big deal. But we thought it would just be kind of fun for our friends. And we're going to go play, you know, a bunch of just kind of fun songs, really. Uh, sort of our version of uh, the Star Club, you know, when the Beatles played in Hamburg. So we're going to play a bunch of our favorite songs, uh, plus a few of the songs from the new record. Um, and uh, so, you know, we were thinking of where should we do this gig? Mm -hmm. So I thought, should we go to the bowling alley? I thought, could we just reserve like four bowling aisles? we could just set up our gear which would be kind of fun you know yeah. people could come out and they could like ball right in front of us we'd have to jump over the ball that'd be kind of fun but the, the guy at the bowling alley didn't agree and didn't think that would be that funny but we thought it'd be great so it came to the, the wildcat and uh need some vision there yeah That's you know right. and, and i like the vibe in there it has it has this cool kind of funky 60s yeah. you know uh almost sort of like pandora's box that place in sunset it reminds me of uh -huh. pictures of that or the old whiskey a go-go from the 60s That's what I was, yeah so it has that but yet it has the old classic no stage you're on the dance floor or whatever vibe so it kind of brings us right there so i think it should be intimate but great um I, and I mean, yeah. we're just so excited yeah. about it. I'll I tell you what, that, that bowling alley idea, what a great promotion. I was can say. you get, ladies and gentlemen, can you get the 710 split? And we're not talking about the pins at the end of the lane. I love, Wouldn't that be great? Well, I love here. I love it. You know what? I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. I think at some point you should do this, Finn, that, that with the tearaways. But the bowling hour, uh, the bowling alley tour, basically, and oh, bowling yeah. alleys around the country, the old ones though, the, right. like the classics. I mean, think but, about the gear, uh, the merch that, that you can sell. Oh, the yeah. very cool bo cheesy bowling oh. shirts and uh, oh, no. get a bowling ball. It would be great. It'd be awesome. But see, it's not. Uh oh, but guys. Uh, hold on a second. That's the bowling alley. <laughs> Which one? Okay, skip back. I the don't know. Bowling alley yes, tour. Okay. okay. Well, here's the thing. Knock it it wouldn't be fair to the drummer or keyboard player because they're sitting ducks. Oh, <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, oh, that was so fun, we would have actually. To do said, you, at the very end, just, okay. just take out the drum set with the, with the ball. Everybody bring out your balls. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> know what? Out. You know what? God, God dang right. Man, uh, that's I, a, I, that's I still, a show. <laughs> what a great... Hey, better than Keith Moon, man. The ball, you know, Did you wreck your drums? Yeah, with bowling balls. <laughs> bowling ball went right through the... I the... smashed my gear with bowling balls. Now, that's yeah. a yeah, story... That's a story to tell the grandkids I right mean, there. The bowling, the bowling alley is they're so cheesy from the food to the to the yeah. drinks to the to the, the art. It is. But it's also so it's Americana or classic. It's like I mean the visual well, the art and the graphics could be hey, really fun. It was either that guy's or the Elks Lodge. I thought we could get those <laughs> Elks hats. You know? Nah, you I see, know, I it could be Murph. And the magic tones. Not the as next much decade fun. of tours for you. Yeah, <laughs> tour spot. Yeah. Absolutely. But let's go back to the Wildcat because there's not a cooler spot yeah. in town than the Wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Almost reminds. It's like uh, you never. The the Tearaways are a big global band, guys. If you don't know them, where the heck have you been? <laughs> the Tearaways are huge. They've been. They've been everywhere. in COVID. They've been around. What did you say? Forty years and and. Uh, and yeah, we've 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 had some interesting gigs. 
Um, Zero Santa Barbara, Isla Vista. I mean, you got to get out and support. Yeah. You're not going to be able to get uh, in, yeah, by the way. By the way, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> we're we're, to get in. we're pretty much done now. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we're we're happy for the outpour, and, and the, you know, we just we wanted to have a nice, fun show, and said, hey, you know, come on out and tell us what you've been doing for the last two years. You know what I mean? Let's see, you know, come on out and see what's going on. And I think uh, it's just, you know, what when we th- all of us guys. When we get together, we just have this big smile on our face, like this is just going to be great. You know, we just know it's going to be great, and uh, and uh, and the cool part is, we don't even know what's going to be great about it. Even if like an amp blows up, that's great. You know, hey, look, they broke their gear. That's cool. <laughs> that's rock so, and roll. Yeah. You know, we'll see. But I think the spruce goose will get off the get off the air and uh, you know out, out off the water, and we'll start moving. So cool um yeah we're really excited about that we're excited about playing a couple of these new songs um we're excited about this tour we're going to england in august for this annual thing that happens in liverpool so that'll sort of be like playing 40 shows in a week and uh again it'll be kind of like the beatles at the star club 10 hours a night you know you come back and you're like there's two things it does to you. One, it's major fat farm. So it's like, have you been working out? No, I just played played in England. Man, you know, it's like and then you didn't even have to beer. try to work out. You could drink beer. There's yeah, no dietary limitation. I, I right, sweated man. everything away, and then I, I had a warm beer to cool my. That's right. <laughs> hey, 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 with the strict diet of English food, you're gonna lose weight. Okay. All right. Dang so- it. Finn's, but, but Finn, can you stay for a minute more? I, I want to. I yeah, want to let you yeah. go, but we got to take a real quick commercial break. Let me tell you where. Well, again, I want to say Wildcat Lounge, one of the classics in Santa Barbara. If you've never been there and you're from around the world, it's like going to the Cavern Club or CG. Uh, what was it? CG. Oh, I'm gonna forget the name. CBGBs. CBGBs or the Viper the Lounge. The whiskey. The whiskey. It's like yeah. one of these classic. Cl- lounges, uh, dive bar, but in the best best way to co- describe a dive bar. And who doesn't love a good dive bar lounge? <laughs> uh, and and the Tearaways, again, worldwide, internationally famous, uh, global phenomenon. The Tearaways started here in Santa Barbara and Isla Vista. They are playing on stage at the Wildcat, and I believe it's close to sold out, but still try. Um, it's it's yeah. it, where do you get to see, and when do you get to see? A band with a hundred people in the room, like the Tearaways, a big band, and just just mix it up and uh, crash and fly and soar <laughs> and all, everything in between, and just have a great time and, and live to tell about it. The Tearaways at the Wildcat Lounge tomorrow, um, which is June eight 20, o'clock, eight o'clock to ten o'clock. Eight. Uh, it's the twenty fourth of June. Today we're doing the show on the twenty third. You're hearing it air tonight on the twenty third. But it is tomorrow night, Friday night, Santa Barbara, Wildcat Lounge, the Tearaways. We'll be right back.
check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your loved home. need help with your restaurant or hospitality business? See how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, this is Jeff Stump Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. To the Jeremiah Show, we are with Finn, uh, John, Finn Seth, uh, the Tearaways lead singer, and he's uh, joined us today. He's, he'll be here in Santa Barbara. I think he's out at his house down in uh, L.A. somewhere. Um, where is that manager of yours? He said Mark Platt. He said he was going to join us. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. No, no. The manager's at my house in Santa Barbara. Oh, you're in Santa he, Barbara. I think he's, yeah, and I think he's floating on my Mickey Mouse float floating <laughs> device in the pool. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I now, heard, what's he? You know, I heard he was having a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, having a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Doesn't he have a little the, bacon the in chaser. there? A little bacon in there. Some bacon in there, and then he has a chaser of a chimichanga. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> gotta have a little. Gotta have a little chimichanga. Gotta with have it. that. But yeah, absolutely. we're giving him the love. He, he's hardworking. <laughs> so I said, hey man. You need just to chill and float for a while. So he's gonna. Hopefully he's floating right now. Well, if you watch uh, this on, hopefully he's floating. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he's not floating. <laughs> hopefully he's not floating face down. That's what you, oh, man. And, no. And watching no, no, no. His we greasy, don't want him sinking. We don't want him sinking. He's watching his greasy okay. chimichanga peanut butter <laughs> fingers in the pool while you're not watching. That's it right there. You better get out hey, there. Hey, I think I think he's buoyant. Okay, I think he's Uh-oh. I think he's buoyant. Okay, that's good. That's so we're good. good. Little buoyancy, never hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah, never hurt anybody. Yeah, so so what we're urging everybody, coming out, see myself, see Greg, Dave, Mark tomorrow, and then you can even see the manager, Mark, and come on out, and uh, let's you, have fun. You get a free t-shirt, too, John, right? Well... Ben? No. Well, no. the first. Right, I got a free T-shirt. Sorry. The first fifty. Yeah, you, you. You do have. Maybe one, I yeah. didn't even get one. I don't know. I don't think I was the first fifty. So maybe I don't even get one. That's okay though. I'll buy one. No, we, we, Let's we, support. No, no. We, we we have one. We have one for you. Finn, uh, you know, if we you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Finn is uh, in the Spruce Goose in the in the uh, cock in the pilot <clears> seat. That's and, right. Yeah. Every time I see you, you're in the pilot seat. Um, so. What's and, with the pointed hair? What's with the I don't know. hair? <laughs> you, you got you got a little point in front there. He's got cool like hair. Like a mohawk. Man. He's a rock star. I noticed that. Yeah, man. Ask <laughs> you know who, dude. You got to do what you got. Hey, ask uh, hey, who. Hey, when you drive, hey, hey, when you drive in vintage convertibles, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, James Dean it a little bit here, man. I like it. I like it. It's you. you know? It's really you. All right. I Finn, think it works. We'll let you go. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. 
Um, Jeremiah, I got your T-shirt for you. It's an extra small. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was going to crop it off halfway anyway. <laughs> Show a little midriff, are you now? Yeah, I, yeah, just, uh, you know, I, love, <laughs> I love a man in touch with his sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just cut it in half and let the, you know, just get out there and dance. There you go. <laughs> and, and tomorrow night is Speedo night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the wild guy. nice. Um, hey, there's oh, my God. Uh, there's something kind of cool. I, I guess it's cool. Uh, you invited me to... to um, get up there with you and, and announce you guys so yeah oh yeah, come on down you. and see me f- uh yeah sweat flop with that one we, we would love you to come up on stage and, and uh, introduce <laughs> us uh both times for both both sex all right there you go. i'm not letting you get away with that only one set there you We're go two 45 minute sets oh no you know who's so gonna, can i you. should can i tell you who's gonna do the second set oh can i mention yes. that or should i do a surprise yeah. guest? go ahead and hey is gonna announce you guys on the show yeah and Hayes, right Hayes, on. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's that? huge. <laughs> well, I, had told I know you, it now. Mark, you tell right. Hayes. Maybe he's going to surprise you. Act surprised. Hollywood's in the house, man. Hollywood's in the house like tomorrow this. night. She's coming up to check it out. And, uh, the Tearaways yeah. yeah. at the Wildcats. That's kind of like, that's kind of like, you know, so you, you get this news. And, well, when were you going to tell me this? Well, I'm telling you now. He doesn't care. He's the <laughs> right. star. These guys are the stars, the Tearaways. That's right. And, uh, and we're just uh, happy to be invited along. Um, are there any tickets left? Is it? I've got two, by the way. So give me a yeah. call if you. I was holding them for radio guy uh, people. So oh, yeah. you radio listeners, give me a call if you want to go. Um, or you you don't have my number. I'm not going to give it to you. So here's my. How, how about do this? Uh, hit me up on Facebook That's on right. Messenger there. And actually, yeah. it's really it's really appropriate, Finn, because you guys are performing six months before Christmas Eve. Did you think of that? Did you even think of that? Where the hell did you get that fact? You know what? I don't even know what Christmas Eve is. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? That's the one where you. New holiday? That's where you you wear that Santa cap and have too much eggnog. There you go. That's why you forgot about it. You wanted to forget about it. Oh, okay, gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's uh, that. I I think all of our pre-sales were sold out of the pre-sales. So you know, there'll be some tickets maybe at the door. So I'd say the people to get there if they want to go to the show. Try to try to get there, you know, by seven fifteen, seven thirty, you know, because they're, they're I think they're going to have some at the door, but I believe the pre sales are, are, I think they're done. I think yeah. I'm not positive. But have we're you played close. Wildcat before, Finn? Never, never. Wow. However, I'm a Wildcat, but but and last. But see, we used to play. <laughs> we used to play Alex's Cantina, which is oh, on the I other side. Alex's. Oh my God! I've, and I've, on our. But yeah. on our break before it was called Wildcat, it was called Joe's Tavern. Yes. And we'd oh. go in there on our break and it was literally like going into Tijuana because I mean it, it was that um papa, um papa, you walk in and I mean literally you did not want to touch any surface. <laughs> this is, you know, okay, no surface whatsoever. And you actually needed to take a shower after you left. It was that bad. But it was classic. It was like literally like yeah. going to Tijuana right next door. So we used to love to go there and listen to the mariachi bands. They'd have like 16 guys on a little like three foot by four foot plank. And we were, we were just be marveling how they all could be on this little plank and playing mariachi. It was freaking amazing. We well, loved I, it. I hope you don't but, mind, Finn. I'm going to be giving uh, Jeremiah my uh, portable cassette recorder with fresh batteries so he can record a bootleg tape. Mm. No. Okay, here's what you do. You're recording the bootleg tape. 
Okay, here's what you do. Somebody has to walk up to wherever the microphone is, just like in the old days. We'd, when we'd see other bands recording their tapes, you know, we'd walk really close to the microphone right when the band was playing, and we'd go, and we'd say, like, jokes. So, Frank, what does a guy with a 12-inch unit have for breakfast? I don't know. Well, I had bacon you, know, you just you just you start telling jo really bad jokes while the band's trying to record themselves right in front of their condenser mic oh my god so then they uh, and they wouldn't know who's doing this shit because they're playing and you're just like telling jokes into their microphone the whole time oh that's beautiful i love that one that's a good story you, you know? guys have a well, fabulous time tomorrow night just just we knock have them, a great time blow the roof off of the place that, we're gonna do something and uh you know we know that we know that's gonna happen we're gonna do something's something. gonna happen that's right so, something's gonna something is gonna happen and uh hey really appreciate the shout out on the you know on the show it's freaking awesome looking forward to uh seeing you tomorrow and uh let's you know let's do it all right we're, we're gonna you're gonna do it we're gonna watch it we can't i mean once in a lifetime experience with the tearaways at wildcat lounge in santa barbara California, uh, get there wherever you're at. Drive there if you're within a couple hundred miles. It'll be worth it. Um, hopefully, you get in the 24th of June, Friday <laughs> night, eight o'clock to ten o'clock, and uh, the roof's coming off, as Doctor D That's said. Right. The spruce goose is loose. That's we're right. Taking it off. And now we're going to play for you in its entirety to cap off this interview and get you uh, get you all worked up for tomorrow night's show with the Tearaways at the Wildcat Lounge. Here is. They're single, married, and single at the same time. See you tomorrow night. Two, one. Hi, everybody. This is Finn from the Tearaways. You are listening and watching the Jeremiah Show. Come on down to the Wildcat Lounge tomorrow night, 8 to 10. It will be a blast for someone. I that blind 
soundtracks on Spotify, The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'ma put my guns in the ground I can't shoot them anymore That cold black cloud is coming down This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, The Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 